Hello everyone and welcome back to a brand new podcast where today we are here, yes, episode 46 of Knowing Wheel. As always, I'm joined by Jamie183. How, how are we doing, mate? I'm good, yeah. Excited for the uh, the weekend coming up. I know. For no particular reason. No, exactly. Can't think of anything <laughs> cool that's coming up in the world around us. But yeah, I mean, it's it's been a weird winter, hasn't it, Jamie? The first six weeks kind of flew by. And then the second half of the winter break has really dragged on, hasn't it? And yeah. I've, I've been missing Formula 1. Yeah, ever since like the car reveal started, it has felt pretty slow. <laughs> yes. I think up yeah. until that point, we were still discussing what happened in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. And then since then, it's kind of been a bit dead. But we've made it. We've made it through. We have. We've we've survived off-season. Once again, back uh, with more Formula 1. But as always, though, of course... If you are interested in listening to the podcast and you're on YouTube, there will be links down below to Spotify. We just quickly want to say a massive thank you as well. We've now hit 1,000 streams on the podcast over there. You know, it, it's small numbers, but we're slowly building up. And yeah, we cannot thank you guys enough for all the continued support. Um, of course, as well, if you're interested in picking up some F1 merch, I'm repping Alfa Romeo gear today, Jamie. Are you are you repping anything? No, I'm not. No? I've got some in... pictures behind me, like always. Yeah, fair enough. Fair as enough. As far as it goes. Um, but yeah, of course, if you want to check out Formula One merch, there'll be links to that. And of course, links to everything else, you know, Manscaped and everything like that down in the comments below as well. There, But Jamie, today, it's the big one. F1 2022 season predictions. We yes. kind of did one of these in the winter, but we're doing our proper super <laughs> serious one now. You know, maybe maybe I won't be putting Williams uh, in P5. Yeah, but... maybe not. Before we get into that, though, we've got a couple of other little things to get on with, don't we? Yes, little bits of news that dripped through throughout the week. Um, firstly, the confirmation out of nowhere, kind of, I thought, because this time last week we were basically guaranteeing that Hulkenberg had the Haas seat. Yep. And he didn't. Um, nope. I think it was a, on Tuesday or Wednesday last week. Yes, um, yeah, it wasn't long after we did a podcast. Yeah, they announced um, Kevin Magnussen as the second driver at Haas, which... It, it did sort of come out of nowhere a little bit. He wasn't really in the running. and then No. But when you think about it, it does make quite a bit of sense. Yes. Because um, he yeah. was kind of forced out for some money uh, in 2020, for 2021, obviously. So, yeah, it's good that they're still on good terms. I quite look forward to seeing him back. Like, he's a bit... I don't like him massively because he's a bit of a... Like, you, you don't know, like you know. him because of one comment he made to Nico Hulkenberg. <laughs> no, it's not even that. He's just yeah. completely disrespectful on track a lot of times. Oh, time, but yeah. <laughs> it does make it quite funny. That's what it, like, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he's an interesting character, isn't he, K-Mag? Yeah. On the one hand, sometimes you're absolutely rooting for him. Other times you want him banned from the sport, but... Like, it always sticks to my memory, if you remember the end of uh, the race at Nürburgring, the last time they raced there where Vettel, like, pushed off Magnussen at turn three on the outside. So K-Mag just launched it up the inside of the next corner with no hope of making the corner at all, just to make a point. It's stuff like that, where he's just a bit crazy, but it yeah. does make it entertaining. Yeah, exactly, so. exactly. He always adds a bit of spice, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, I think always the big one for me was his block on Charles Leclerc at Suzuka, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. That, that one was, was not good. <laughs> no, not at but- all. That being said, though, he's had a weird sort of off-season away from Formula 1. He's obviously done a bit in America and everything like that last year. Was meant to be doing the Peugeot Le Mans programme this season round, but of course that's immediately gone in the bin. Um, but yeah, he's back, back in Formula 1. Mm. Very intrigued to see how he's going to stack up now against Mick Schumacher. Yeah. I think that's really good as well that we've actually got... A proper benchmark of, yeah, for Mick. A barometer yeah. for how good Schumacher actually is. Because I think... Um, 
yeah, this is always the question as well that's now raised more and more. How bad the Haas car was when it was still uh, Kevin and Roman. Mm, Whether that yeah. car was complete egg and they were kind of dragging it up the order a bit more. Because yeah, Grosjean be and Magnussen weren't bad. On like, their day, they were quick yeah. drivers. And I think a yeah. lot of people forgot this because they tend to crash into each other a lot. And other people as well. Um, yes, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how they do. It looks like Haas have got a respectable-ish car from testing. Yeah. So hopefully they can fight a little bit more than they did last year. Yes, yeah. I mean, we'll get onto that in just a moment, yeah. won't we? Uh, a couple of other little things from winter testing, though. We're not really going to sort of talk about it too much today, you know, as, as we've made the point before. It doesn't really mean a huge amount still. Uh, you know, everyone's dropping the bags of sand all around the desert, everything like that. But the really big interesting talking point, of course, was the zero side pod Mercedes that mm. suddenly romped up. Yeah, which is very curious. I do like how how much variation we see in each car design. It is pretty cool. Um, obviously, neither of us are aerodynamicists, and neither is the opinions of Twitter, who all claimed that 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 side pod design means Mercedes have won the next ten years of F one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's, in fact, it's probably gone worse for them since they put the so side pods on. I think, but we'll have to wait and yeah. see if it actually makes them unbeatable. But obviously, Red Bull and Ferrari have their own very unique side pods as well. So it yeah. waits to be seen which one is the best. And the thing is as well, there's no guarantee Mercedes are actually going to use those side yeah. pods anyway. Yeah, it could just be a red herring and they go back to the first, the Barcelona spec car. Yes, yeah, you, you never really know for sure. And again, this is why we don't tend to talk about winter testing all too much, unless, of course, you get something cool like that. I guess the other big news from last week, Jamie, Drive to Survive Season 4 dropped. And we, we haven't seen any of it, or you've seen a couple of episodes. I, I've, seen, I've seen the first two. Yeah, The first one I... was incredibly underwhelming. Okay. The second one was alright, so there you go. <laughs> okay, I, I have not watched any of it yet, and I'm not 100% sure I will. I probably will at some point. But yeah, you're going to yeah, at some point, aren't you? I, I haven't watched it just yet, so we won't be talking about DTS uh, anytime soon on this podcast. I guess the last tiny little thing we jump into, of course, before we get into the proper nitty-gritty of today, uh, was just the weird announcement about Oscar Piastri, wasn't it? Yeah, that was very strange. Um with Ricardo suffering from COVID, um, he, I don't think McLaren actually, do they have a registered, or they do now, don't they? They signed Carlton Herter to be the yes. registered reserve driver for McLaren. Yeah. But weirdly, Alpine were like, yeah, you can have Piastri. Like, they should have said that when Haas had a spare seat, really. <laughs> exactly. This is what I didn't understand. Yeah. It was very yeah, it, bizarre. Yeah, just, oh, I mean, Alpine just come across more and more each year as a backwards team. I say that as I immediately go and look at where I put them on my championship <laughs> order. Um, but yeah, we'll wait and see about that. Now, this year, Jamie, last year, of course, when we went through our 2021 championship predictions, we just went with the teams. Now, if you're listening to this on Spotify, things are probably going to get a bit complicated <laughs> today, let's be honest. This year, we're upping the ante a bit. And we are going to be talking each team where we think they're going to be, but we're also going to be predicting all 20 drivers in the F1 2022 championship as well. I mean, it might immediately become 21 uh, if Ricardo isn't well enough ready back, and <laughs> yeah. therefore I'm going to put Oscar Piastri right at the top of my predictions. But yeah, we're going to be trying to rank all 20 drivers as well as we head into the new season. So what we're going to do... To try and make this somewhat simple, we're going to talk about each team. We're going to go from last last year, last last year, uh, up to 
the top of last season's constructors champions reverse order from last season exactly that's probably a better way of wording it and yeah we're going to be trying to predict where they're going to be in 2022 and then of course as the season goes on we're going to see who gets this right and who gets (laughs) this wrong now i'm right in believing jamie i thrashed you last year didn't i i mean i wouldn't say thrashed i I would i think what we we basically had the same order for all but one team i think or like two teams swapped and it just happened yeah. that you got those two right so yes. it was like 6-4 overall it, I, i'm pretty certain 6-4 was and i think in any rule but that counts as a thrashing no uh, in my eyes not in tennis but, that's just a normal set <laughs> i don't think i've ever mentioned tennis before on the podcast i, was gonna say, I, I don't know how tennis points work oh really I thought, okay. doesn't it go zero to 15 <laughs> immediately was my sort of response oh there. you're oh, i'm not even getting into it this no i'd rather, I'd rather you ball. didn't this isn't exactly <laughs> Exactly. So let let's get into it then, Jamie. P ten then, or not? Well, sorry, P ten last year. Even I should say, Hass, K Mag, Mick Schumacher. Yes. Are we what are we saying? Where we've predicted the team first? Yes. Go team and then, and then drivers. We, okay. So I've put Hass ninth overall. Right. Okay. Which maybe is optimistic based on last year. And I have put Schumacher sixteenth and Magnussen eighteenth. Right. Okay. Immediately, this gets interesting then. I have gone Hass 10th, Mick 19th, and K-Mag 18th. Ooh. So, so you think Mick's going to yeah. outscore K-Mag? Yeah, I think K-Mag obviously hasn't had a very good preparation for this season. Um, in terms of he only got the seat a week before the season started. And obviously when drivers have been in reserve roles, say, or like they've had some sort of like in with the team they carry on trading as if they're an f1 driver someone like hulkenberg would have done that but k-mag won't have done that at all so K-Mag's, this is what i don't understand jamie k-mag's been racing all of last year he's had to keep up no, but still it's not it's not the levels of an f1 driver though is it i know it's, it's still not high far level. away <laughs> yeah but i i don't know i feel like he won't hit the ground running quite and schumacher knows the car a lot better um has a, has had a, had a lot more time in the car this winter and just yeah i think schumacher's got a bit of a point to prove after it's really hard to rate him at all so yeah i back him okay interesting now i'm gonna kind of play against that then often we talk about the mick schumacher second season don't we yeah famous for being a bit meh in his first season and then really coming on strong in his second i think in formula one that's going to be 2022 to 2023 Right, because of course last year's cars are pretty different not quite that but obviously (laughs) last year's cars were very different as well to this Mm. year so I think 2023 Mick's going to be one to watch however 2022 I just think K-Mag's a little bit more adaptive I mean I don't think either of them are going to be scoring many points I am willing to put my neck on the line though and say every driver this year is going to score points I don't think that will happen but I would back the top 18 for me which okay. includes both of these so yes yeah fair enough fair enough yeah i just think k mag again is probably like you just said with mick gonna come back with a point to prove he's got a that bit more experience i think he's just gonna have that little bit extra if they don't score i think he's just gonna get him on count back as much as anything else yeah. but i just think k mag's got that little bit more pace still fair enough i'll have to wait and see but there's a difference already so it's going well yes yeah um next up it's Williams, correct? No, Alfa Romeo. Alfa oh, no. Romeo. 
Where have yeah. you ranked them for I've 2022? Been, I've been hyping up Alfa Romeo all, all winter long. Yeah. Um, and testing has only contributed to that because they've actually got a very good car. If it will say when they get it working. Yeah, it was a very good car for a six lap, laps. Maybe. Yeah. Much like Alfa Romeo is in real life, really, <laughs> or in the <laughs> mainstream world. Um, yeah, is that known in the media? Yeah. I have put Alfa oh dear. I've put Alfa Romeo in sixth. Oh <laughs> I have put Bottas tenth and Joe thirteenth in the championship. Oh Lord Jamie, <laughs> what have you done? Yeah, I may come to lift that one or regret I that one. I cannot wait for that one to haunt you. Genuinely their car was good in te- in Bahrain especially it was a very good car in terms of I mean of pace. we we always say don't we on this podcast Jamie we've mentioned it already today testing is everything when it comes to formula oh, 1 yeah well testing doesn't matter until it's being my like confirmation bias for a certain team okay okay <laughs> you, how about you sir, i'm guessing muppet. you're you're putting them in the bin i have put alfa romeo like last year in ninth i have nice. gone guan yu Zhou in 20th and last place are you in the serious i'm not having this what? 20th. Bottas in 17th. Nah, you're you're waffling. What, what is what what's your kind justification? Of right, so I'm sorry. Guan Yu Zhou ran a pretty mediocre F2 campaign last year. Let's not beat around the bush here. It was good mediocre. I would say regular mediocre is like Jayant Daruvula. Yeah, but people are backing him to maybe win the title oh, this no, year. Jay Anderuvala is just the new Guan Yu Zhou in F2. I I disagree, but we'll have to wait and see. F2's coming back this weekend as well. It is. Yeah, I mean, you're changing the subject desperately (laughs) here. I'm just not convinced Guan Yu Zhou is going to have what it takes. And to be honest, I don't really rate Bottas that high anyway, especially his race crap. But I feel like, you know, if he can do some mega lap at Monaco or something like that, sort of drag the Alfa Romeo again... The thing is, I don't think that there's going to be teams way off the pace this year. Like, I don't genuinely believe Haas and Alpha are going to be miles off every weekend. I just don't think they're going to be there on many weekends. And I think that, you know, it might be that Bottas scores four points this year and Guan Yu Zhou scores one or none. But I don't think it's going to be like 130 points to six or anything like that. Yeah, fair enough. Well, let us know in the comments whose side are you on. In terms of Alfa Romeo, I rate them. Team Jamie. Nah, they're going to be good. They are going to be good. Step up this year, back into the midfield. I'm going to clip that so hard. (laughs) So, so hard. P8 then, Jamie. Is there going to be some sense? Uh, No, sorry, not P8. Yeah, Williams Williams last year. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You're going to love this one. I've put them 10th. Okay. Uh, I've put Albon 19th and Latifi 20th. Okay. Um... I don't think they'll be that bad, like, in terms of thinking, like, Haas last year or Williams in 2019, but I just don't think they'll be that good. I, I think they'll go, they'll regress back to where they were in, like, 2020 almost, where it's it seems to have, like, flashes of speed, but they just don't get the weekend sorted enough to score points. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't I... think... Yeah, sorry, carry on. I don't think much of Williams this year, I don't think. No. No, okay, fair. I mean, testing looked pretty good up until the last two days, didn't it? And then they had an absolute yeah. mare. Um, I feel Williams are going to sort of be a bit of the opposite of you. Now, I've left them in P8 again for this season. I feel like <laughs> they're going to have a quicker car, just Albon and Latifi aren't going to be able to deliver too often with it. So I put Latifi 16th, Albon 15th in the championship. Fair enough. It's probably, I don't know if you agree with me, it's probably one of the weakest 
probably the weakest lineup on the grid in terms of drivers. Um, it's close between the bottom three teams, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say Alpha's near the bottom three, but well, yeah. I would say Bottas is pretty good, but obviously Guanyuso kind of drags the average down a bit more. I'd argue well, currently looking at the grid now without Mazepin, he's easily the weakest driver there. No, he's not. Oh, who's worse than? <laughs> he's better than Latifi. I wouldn't even argue that. I would. So there we go. But we'll move on from Guanyuso. We've already spoken about him. Yeah, you keep uh... bringing him back, and it's not working <laughs> for you, is it? You're desperately trying to bring him back into conversations today. Yeah, it's yeah. not happening. Aston yeah. Martin then, Jamie. Sorry, were you going to carry on talking about no, Williams? No, I wasn't going to carry on about Williams. They're, they're okay. trash. So let's move on. Um, Aston, yeah, I don't think much of their season either, to be honest. I've put them eighth in the Constructors. And uh, where have I put them? Vettel in 15th and Stroll in 17th. Um, okay. Yeah, not great from them, really. Obviously, Vettel's tended to like outperform Stroll not by much but last season he like had him just about um, and would have had a lot more points yeah I know but you're going to bring up Baku for the 15th time and you're going to bring up Hungary to balance and I'm going to bring up Hungary yeah fair enough we know how this goes there was there was luck in both for and against both drivers last year but I think Vettel's has slightly more quality um, yeah, as you would hope yeah. as a four-time world champion, even if it was a decade ago. Yeah, it alarms um, me that we still have to have this even considering, <laughs> isn't it, still, sometimes? Yeah, statistically the third best driver of all time, just about beating Lance Stroll. Depends um, which statistics. Yeah, well, championships and wins, he's there, isn't he? Championships, he's fourth. Tied yeah. fourth, not third. Yeah, that's true. But he's right up there in terms of stats. Yeah, yeah. I think he will beat Stroll, but obviously I don't think the car will limit what you can do mostly so yeah testing wasn't great for Aston um, I don't. I still don't like the, the how high the front wing is just on an aesthetic point of view yeah uh, so maybe maybe that's played into why I'm rating them so low but we'll have to wait and see <laughs> but a lot of teams have been doing that though as well haven't they yeah but it still just looks very unnaturally high with like a huge yes. tunnel underneath the front wing almost yeah yeah it's a bit weird still isn't it mm. um my midfield kind of gets a bit messy, so we'll carry on with that in just a moment. I have put Aston Martin finishing 7th, but I think we're going to see Vettel in 11th, Stroll in 12th. How's that going to work then? So I think the two drivers that finish behind them are going to finish very close behind them for two different teams. Right. And yeah, the yeah. two drivers... It is mathematically possible, it's just fairly <laughs> unlikely it would well, work that way. Yeah, we'll, we'll see a clearer picture when it comes to the end. But you think the drivers at least will do all right? I think that they'd probably take that right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, Stroll last year was often going to be sort of a year he was really, really compared. I think, to be honest, he was kind of in a pretty decent situation getting Vettel in the team. Because if he matches him, people go, wow, he's as good as a four-time champion. If he doesn't, they're going... He's not quite as good as a four-time world champion. Yeah. So he, he kind of really had nothing to lose going up yeah. against him Unless he got year. rinsed, which didn't yeah. happen. And, so, of course, yeah. let's not... I mean, Stroll is not a driver either of us rank highly, is he? Let's be real. No, not really. But he's not woeful anymore. No, not at all. And, like, he's he's almost he's had a... the same thing as Verstappen, obviously, to a lesser level. But when you come into F1 so young... <laughs> I was going to say, where on earth is this going? <laughs> and when you come into F1 so young you have that experience building up for years so he's been in f1 what this is a, what 17 yeah uh, sixth season this is sixth year yeah and he's still 23 maybe 24 22 23 surely. isn't he he's no he didn't start formula one at 16 oh yeah that's true 
He's twenty four, isn't he? He's twenty three. He's twenty four in October. Oh, fair enough. So yeah, he's basically like, like Lewis Hamilton debuted at twenty three. So he's yeah. he's got the. Like, is he the, the next Lewis Hamilton? Absolutely not. But we've got <laughs> he's got like the enthusiasm of youth and the quickness that comes with the reactions when you're a bit yeah. younger. And the and money of knowing the... if I screw it up, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. And he's also got the experience of six years, which is a long time in F1. Yep. So he's definitely respectable now, but he's he's nothing special. No, which no, maybe exactly. that's a bit of an oxymoron, but yeah. I mean, often, I mean, more, me more than you, I've described Aston Martin as a has been and it never was in terms yeah. of their lineup, which might be a little bit harsh. A little bit harsh, maybe. But it's, it, I think there's some rhyme and reason to it. I think Aston Martin as well, though, this year, you know, they're desperately after a bit of a rebuild. Last year was not good. They've very much put a lot of folks into this year. They could hypothetically be dark horses, couldn't they, Jamie? You know, Lawrence Stroll's put a lot of money into the base. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that will. No, I don't think that will come to year. fruition. But they are a team. If yeah. both of us ended up in a coma tomorrow and we got told Aston Martin finished third at the end of the year, it wouldn't be the most unbelievable thing yeah. in the world. Well, they technically finished third two years ago, didn't they? Exactly. That's what I mean. Point. Yeah. Although with a fifteen point deduction, they didn't. But yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's the the midfield. Basically, all of it is super difficult to predict, but we're doing it anyway, so we, we can are. laugh at ourselves in nine months. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> when I get most of them right, and you don't, because you yeah. rate Alpha Romeo for some reason. <laughs> you just watch Bottas podium. Oh, mate, behave. Uh, anyway, <laughs> L Plan then, Jamie. Oh, sorry, Alpine. You Alpine. Know, I say. Funny memes. Yes. Yeah, we're very cool. Um, I've put Alpine in seventh place. I've realised I think I've put them in the wrong championship order. Should we have gone Alpha yes, Tauri first? Yes, we should do Alpha Tauri first. Okay, let's do um, Alpha Tauri first. Alpha Tauri, I've put in fifth place, which would be their best ever finish. I realised that I only did my championship, my constructors, after my drivers, and I realised I kind of had to put them there. So <laughs> maybe it's a bit optimistic, but I've put Gasly in ninth and Sonoda in twelfth. Um, right, okay. Which, isn't far from where they finished last year. Gazi was definitely ninth last year. I think Soda was 14th or 15th, maybe. Um, but yeah, I expect him to step up because basically he was pretty rubbish for about 20 races in a row last year. Um, but what, Abu Dhabi between, was good. I was going to say, Bahraini yeah. was good, Abu Dhabi was good. It's the 20 yeah. races in the middle, he yeah. wasn't particularly <laughs> Yeah, so I think Soda will step up. And if he doesn't, then Liam Lawson's coming for him, um, who's quickly becoming my dark horse ref too but we'll get onto that I'm sure at some point um, we're going to have to do a bonus podcast <laughs> yeah um, yeah Sonoda I think will take a step up but I still think Gasly will pocket him quite easily um, yes. and yeah. Gasly of course has a lot of experience of mixing it with cars he shouldn't be and finishing ninth in the championship so that's why I've stuck in there again fair enough um, yeah fair behind enough. the top four teams but ahead of everyone else well we've gone pretty similar then with AlphaTauri I've also put them fifth with Gasly in ninth place. I, however, have put Sonoda back in 14th. I think this year, though, he's going to be a lot stronger. I think he's actually just going to get quite unlucky, to be honest. I think, like I said, my midfield kind of gets a bit muddy. So I think Sonoda's going to finish 14th, but right behind uh, one of the Alpines, which we'll talk about in a second, and both Aston Martins. I think he's going to be right behind them. And on so paper, it's not going to look like not... a great season, but actually, it does pretty well. Be quite low, yeah. Yeah, I'm sort of talking like ten points between these four at most. Yeah, and we've um, seen the last few years; it's been very close in the midfield in terms of points difference. Exactly, exactly. 
you keep, I feel like, again, we're kind of setting ourselves up. You know, we always talk about Alpha Tauri and sort of where either of those drivers could go. Both of them are in complete, complete control of their own fate. However, I feel like this is going to be a year where Gasly again proves himself and doesn't move somewhere else for whatever reason. And Sonoda proves himself but gets unlucky so they keep him on again. I feel like one of those seats will definitely have Dennis Hager in it in 2023. It depends how he gets on in F2. And one of them will either be Sonoda if he does all right or, or... it'll be Liam Lawson. So you don't think Gasly's going to be there at all? I then? think he'll find a new place to live somewhere. A new place um, to live? <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe Brackley. We'll have to wait and see. I can't quite see him on Brackley <laughs> just yet. Just yet, Jamie. But, yeah. I mean, AlphaTauri, again, are a weird team, aren't they? I mean, we always say this, but it doesn't yeah. don't really matter where they finish. It doesn't matter to them. Not at all. At all. No. They could they but could finish 10th, and it doesn't really They did have flashes of speed, almost like last year, where they, they showed decent pace at some points, and it just fall away. And, and I, I always forget Gasly qualified second in Qatar. And then finished 11th. Like, you know what? So would I. He didn't qualify of, second. Well, did no, he, he didn't. Stappen, but he, yeah. he started second. Yeah. And then finished 11th. It's like, it basically because summed up Because they bottled the strategy, didn't yeah. they? Put them on a two-stop. Yeah. But, El yeah. Plan then, Jamie. Alpine. Funny I've memes, spoiled, again. I've spoiled my... Uh, I'm, the suspense is building for my constructors placing for this team, but I've spoiled it a minute ago. So, seventh place. And where have I put them? Alonso in 11th and Ocon in 14th. Okay. So, kind of in that muddy midfield place. Alonso <laughs> always has got the uh, the best out of the car, so I think he will do again, even if yep. it breaks down all the time. And Ocon, I've never rated that highly. Um, so, yeah, I think he'll get quite comfortably pocketed again Yeah. Um, by Alonso. And, yeah, 14th place, I don't know. I don't... I think he will have a long-term future in F1, but he'll sort of be one of those guys who's just sort of there. Yes. doesn't ever really do very much. Yeah. This this is what I think where it gets quite funny because I put Alpine in sixth, um, but I put Alonso in tenth and Ocon in thirteenth. So I think they're both gonna finish higher in the championship. Right. But lower in the constructors. No, I put Alpine no. seventh. No, sorry, so yeah. That yeah, I think sense. they're gonna finish higher in the constructors. And one place higher each. Yeah. In the drivers. <laughs> yeah. All get all gets a bit complicated, doesn't it, around yeah, it this does. midfield. I think this year is gonna be either egg for Alpine or I think it's going to be a year of what could have been in what I'm sort just, of sense you think I'm not, I or? think they might have a car that can muscle its way in towards that top four and their reliability is going to be woeful fair enough I I, th- I struggle to believe that any one team will struggle that much reliability just because we haven't really seen that apart the- from like yeah. Red Bull 2018 was probably the last one I can think of. The only reason I say that is, of course, after the engine freeze now, a lot of teams are going to be trying to push to get all the performance out of it because yeah. they won't be able to do anything with it. And mm. I feel like Alpine and are the team that are going to misjudge that. And they've got no like dummy team to play with as well, no. whereas everyone else kind of has. So, yeah, I can, see, I can see that happening. I don't think their car pace will be there, really, to take a candle to the top three, in my opinion. But I think they could definitely easily be best at the rest if it falls in their way so. I mean they had a couple of like for example again Qatar last year yeah. they had a pretty sometimes they just had random pace even Saudi Ocon almost beat Bottas in like yeah. basically a straight fight so I mean it's never really a straight fight not really Bottas. a straight fight Bottas no. races wheel to wheel like he's got one arm tied behind his back yeah. it's incredible <laughs> yeah basically 
Um, but yeah, they're a weird team because they should be doing way better with budgets. But then you say that about a lot of teams because Aston should also be doing better with their budget. Yeah. But, and now yeah. pretty much every team's got the same budget. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So yeah, behind, well, for me at least, they're behind Alpha Romeo and Alpha Tauri, which I'm sure they'd be disappointed Which by. is hilarious. <laughs> I cannot... Oh, if it comes true, you will not hear the end of this. Yeah, I know, but it won't, so I'm not worried. <laughs> I mean, it's just... I don't get how you can look at Alfa Romeo with Bottas and Guan Yu Zhou and think, oh, they're going to finish sixth. Guan Yu Zhou has done perfectly capable so far. He's very good. <laughs> we'll move on. I'm so... Oh, I don't get you. Oh, I can't <laughs> believe I'm on a podcast with you and we've called it Knowing Wheel when you say Guan Yu Zhou's done quite well so far. He has. He hasn't stuffed it, like a lot of other drivers did right? Okay. In, in their rookie seasons it's all okay. good he hasn't had a rookie season well he's had a rookie test <laughs> that doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> right anyway so top four then Jamie I'm right in saying yeah. we've put in the same order well or not the same order we've but we've got the same, got the same four top teams. four I'd yeah. be surprised if we got them in the same order <laughs> so would I to be honest <laughs> let's go then first of all McLaren McLaren I've been so boring this one but I've put them fourth Okay. Um, and I've put Norris seventh, Ricardo eighth, which is exactly the same for last year as all three of those drivers finished there. Okay. So yeah, quite simple. I think they will maintain, and Ricardo will do a bit better than last year. Although he finished eighth last year as well. Um, but I still think Norris will beat him. I also, yeah, I don't think they'll stretch to the top three. I think it's quite well. The buzz around the paddock seems to be that Ferrari are good now. So. I expect McLaren to sort of be in their no man's land between like the top three and everyone else um, and yeah it might be quite a boring season to be a fan of them unfortunately because um, they've got a lot of fans but I don't expect that much I'd be surprised if they win a race I think I may have said they would a race in, in my I think like, you said every team is going to win a race yeah, in the probably. <laughs> I think you predicted like 38 Grand Prix victories this yeah, year <laughs> probably I think I said everyone's going to win in like one and then Ferrari going to win about 15 yeah so <laughs> So yeah, I I don't know. McLaren are maybe a little they're like full victim to the fact that I think the top three will do very well and they're this is where they land. Okay. That, I mean I can understand that logic. That's that's fair enough, Jamie. You know, McLaren are sort of in that weird position, aren't they, still, where they're not a factory team, but they're pretty much as close to a factory team as you could get without being yeah. one. I yeah. have put them in third with Lando sixth and Danny Rick seventh. Mm-hmm. I wonder who you put fourth out of my top three then. That's surprising. Yeah. Now, <laughs> have to wait and see. Again, I feel like they're going to come on strong this year. I think the big difference for them will be that Daniel Ricciardo will actually be pretty much a match for Lando this year. And that's yeah. going to push them both on to do good things. It's sort yeah. of my main thoughts and feelings. It does make sense. And third would be a good achievement, I think, for McLaren. Um, yes. Based yeah. on Especially the when you sort of the other three. Exactly. When you consider what sort of top four we've got now. Yeah. I also feel as well, because of their financial issues over the last few years, that they're going to be pretty good managing the money this season, unlike the other three big teams that kind of just throw money at problems and can't do that as much anymore. Yeah, potentially, and that could come into effect. And they've got a lot more wind tunnel time than, like Mercedes and Red Bull, for instance, because of the percentages, how they work. Yes, So yeah. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But I think, we yeah. certainly will. Oh, yeah. it's all getting spicy, isn't it? <laughs> Come this on, then. It'll get interesting. Let's, let's hear it, Jamie. <laughs> Ferrari P1? So, uh, Ferrari, I've put in P1. I cannot believe you're going <laughs> for a Ferrari year. 
Uh, what is your thing with the Italians doing well? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. But interestingly, I've put Leclerc second and Sainz third. Okay. So, yeah, I'm completely buying into testing times, which I shouldn't be doing. I should I should know by now. But, yeah, it's Ferrari's year. They're going to do it. Constructors' championship. But, unfortunately, no drivers. Kimi Raikkonen will still be the latest driver champion for Imagine Ferrari. you win two constructors and no drivers. Yeah. In, what, 15 years? 15 years. Yeah. yeah. But I think, yeah, they, everything's set for them to have a really good year. Testing went basically as flawlessly as it could have gone, which is surprising for Ferrari. They're not bigging themselves up, which is also good. Um, it's just everyone else is bigging them up for them. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, obviously, Lewis Hamilton doesn't always tell the truth in interviews, but he's obviously <laughs> <been> quoted. <laughs> to put it lightly... <laughs> Um, he's looks saying, at Australia 2009 <laughs> <laughs> yes that's true um, he said if Bahrain happened tomorrow which it basically does Ferrari would be the fastest car based on testing but yeah. he said that for the last six years so yeah. take that with a pinch of salt but I'm backing him you are backing Ferrari you yeah. are a brave brave man <laughs> fair play to you I have gone Ferrari P2 bottler that's what you are. I've said Leclerc also <laughs> P2. However, a bit like Yuki Sonoda, I think Sykes is going to get screwed this year, and I put him P5. Wow, that's a bit low. But yeah, I mean, I kind of just looked at him and thought, Ferrari are quite famous for picking a number one driver. I yep. feel Leclerc is going to come into this year and wants to prove absolutely everything that he's still top dog in that team. Yep. And I just feel like Sykes, yeah, is going to get a bit unlucky this year as well. Yeah, and especially if the top three are close, then it, it does make sense. Yeah, um, top four, especially as in my in eyes. The top, yeah, in my head, I'm imagining who you've put third. Yeah, and you know who explains... I've put third. I already told you it's McLaren. No, I mean in the drivers. Oh, I'm drivers. To piece, okay. piece together yours. Um, right, okay. Yeah, this is where it gets difficult, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it makes sense. I, I think Ferrari, if they don't have a good year this year, like, there's going to be like no Ferrari fans left. So. <laughs> I don't quite think that's going to be true, Jamie. That, uh, yeah, that's true. They supported them through 2020, I suppose. But yeah, it, the, everything points to them being top. So they, if they don't deliver, it'll be so Except upsetting. Except for their for track everyone. record in the last 15 years. Yeah. And imagine the redemption arc of Leclerc losing his first win at Bahrain three years ago and then starting his championship fight season with a Oh, win I'm not at saying they won't be quick in Bahrain. I never said they won't win the first race of the year. Yeah, I suppose. But, but we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I we both just, put Leclerc second, so... Yeah, I put Leclerc second. I think this is going to be a real character-building year for him and proving, you know, again, there's all these discussions, isn't it, about, you know, Max Verstappen is definitely going to be the driver that dominates the future. I genuinely Leclerc's believe Leclerc right is on par with him. I think Max has got slightly more now, but Leclerc definitely could be right there. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Red Bull then, Jamie. I think this is Red where things Bull. get spicy. This is where we're going to disagree. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've disagreed on most of them today. That's true, actually. This is where we're going to massively disagree. Uh, I've put Red Bull second in the Constructors. Okay. I've put Verstappen champion back-to-back. Really? And Perez in fifth. I was not... What? I was Red not Bull. expecting this. Red Bull's last day of testing was incredible. They dropped an absolute bomb on the paddock. They're going to literally win the first race. I was genuinely not expecting that from Mr. Nah, 183. Big up Max. He's now my championship favourite. If I had to put money on it, I'd put money on Max right now. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I shouldn't okay. be listening to Hamilton, but I am, because <laughs> yeah, Mercedes have downplayed it so hard, and it actually feels like they're not confident. Which, even in the previous years, when they say they're not confident, you kind of know they are. This I would just like to like... point you back to last year. Yeah, but they didn't have the fastest car for a lot of the season, and this year seems like they're even less confident. Uh, last year, their testing was awful, Jamie. I think people forget yeah. just how bad. But they last only had like there's only went. what three days of testing. Yeah, I suppose. But it was pretty awful. But then they won the first race, but Red Bull should have won that race, really. I cannot and, believe you said Max yeah. Verstappen two-time Formula One World Champion. Yeah, he really is going to be Alonso, isn't he? <laughs> no more championships ever. <laughs> we do hope. Wow. We, but yeah, I think this is another year of Red Bull. They they seem like so confident in themselves. And we I saw mean, Sebastian Vettel. has never hurt Formula One team. Sebastian Vettel won 2010. Then, well, it was a close title for his first one. The second season, he absolutely battered everyone. So. I love the fact you're comparing Max Verstappen to Sebastian Vettel. Well, Vettel at the time okay. was good. Or so. they had an OP car, one or the other. That, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> yeah, I mean, I've gone. You're going to say fourth, aren't you? I've, I've put them fourth. Oh no! <laughs> I just feel like again, there's all this anticipation, all this hype, and it, I think they're gonna over push the car. I've gone Verstappen fourth. I think as always, he's gonna drag everything out of it. But I think Paris is gonna struggle this year, and he's gonna finish eighth in the championship. Wow! So who behind what? Both McLarens. Both McLarens. And, yeah, both states, both Ferraris as well. I yeah. imagine. Yeah. Fair. I, don't, I I've put Perez a bit behind uh, Verstappen, yeah. but I don't I don't think we do. I think they're going to be very close behind McLaren. Yeah. But I think they're just going to miss out at the end of the year. Fair. I I look forward to seeing Red Bull having the pace to fight for wins and McLaren being in the midfield. And uh... oh, don't, don't. I look forward but... to Alfa Romeo not scoring any points all year. But hey, how? <laughs> um, yeah. That leaves us one team left, then, Jamie. Yeah, and Mercedes I feel like is P three. I'm going to get clowned on massively in you October. You probably are. <laughs> um, yeah, I've put them third. October? You reckon they won't have the championship wrapped up by then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many How many championships is it in a row for them? Eight? Eight. And you and think I they're suddenly just going to go third? <laughs> um, yes, and I've put Hamilton fourth and Russell sixth. So I've I've not given Hamilton the discredit of losing to Russell, which fourth. I was tempted to do. Yeah, behind Verstappen, the first signs. When, when was the three. last time Hamilton finished fourth in a Formula One World Championship? Was it near enough ten years ago? It would have been twenty thirteen, right? Did he finish first fourth or second there? since then? Twenty thirteen was no, but he was third that year. Actually, I think. I want to say he was third. Yeah, because although Rosberg got more then. wins. No, Rosberg was gone. Oh no, he, he was fourth. He was ten points behind Weber. Oh, Weber was third. Wow. Yeah. Alonso. Well, Weber yeah. clutched yeah. it in the final race. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I think it, it. I I looked. I made this list while I was at work this morning. Um, had a look at it again before we started recording. I was like, I should probably shift Mercedes up a little bit, but I didn't. So <laughs> you are <laughs> there a we brave, go. brave man. Hamilton Fair to play. beat Russell, but I think Russell will do well. I just think it might take him a little bit to bed in for the team. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm guessing you're. You're on the hype train for them, to be fair. All aboard, choo-choo. Mercedes, P1. Hamilton, P1. George oh, Russell, P3. Oh, wow. 
I just don't copy see paste a world job from the last eight years. Well done. I, I just don't see a world where <laughs> Hamilton gets, let's be fair, robbed last year and doesn't come back into F1 this year completely middle fingers to everyone and just goes, you know what, I'm just going to win an eighth world title now out of spite as much as anything else. <laughs> I just don't see a world where that isn't what's possible. Hamilton I think even he'll come said, firing. He even said, like, Hamilton is always, as we've just said now, he downplays it, doesn't he? He plays yeah. the media and everything like that incredibly well. Even he said, you thought I was good last year, you haven't seen me in my final form. Yeah, but Ayrton Senna said that about Bruno Senna. So... That's very different. <laughs> That's that someone, that's someone describing their uh, their nephew Carter yeah. <laughs> against Lewis Hamilton, seven-time Formula One World Champion, talking about himself. I just can't see a world this year where Hamilton doesn't just completely try and bend everyone over and push Formula One back into his will. I don't think I have the car to do it, unfortunately. I don't think they might struggle in the first couple of races, but I don't think they're going to be any further off than they yeah. were last year early on. It is hard to... I mean, I know I've done it, and I probably shouldn't have, but it's hard to see Mercedes dropping anywhere outside the top two, Yeah, really. But I say that when I've put them third, so maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> and we're going up against Ferrari as well, which is just easy mind games. Yeah, you can just say... I think like, Mercedes again. It's just everything else. It's the culmination of the fact they did their engine start last. What was it? Early Jan, wasn't it? Yeah. The fact they passed the crash test in mid Jan. Everything's been pushed so far forward this year. Yeah. I just feel like Mercedes are gonna just, like I said, bend the Formula One world to their will yeah. this year. And I do think, like by his own admission, almost a lot of mid-season Hamilton wasn't performing as well as he could have done. No. No. And I don't think he had of... the car capable of either. Yeah, yeah. But he had a couple of rough weeks. The race is like Austria, yes, um, Imola, yeah. like which historically he's never been better. particularly good at. Yeah, he's never been great at Spielberg. And Imola, he was unlucky. Yeah, but he got. Well, he was unlucky the and then very lucky, yeah, of course. Yeah. But so I think yeah, he will have a lot of motivation this year to get back to the top. Yeah, and the fact let's not forget, really, in those last four races last year, he didn't put a foot wrong. No. Well. He should have overtaken Max at Saudi, but we're not getting to that. He overtook him and won that race, if I remember correctly, mate. 26 yeah. points, up the boys. Yeah, so should we just run through our like top six? Maybe? I'd say run through your teams and then run through your entire championship order right. for you, Jamie. As much so when I edit this, I can make sure I've done the graphic right. Oh, yeah, that's true. And for Spotify listeners. Yeah. We do, we do think about you as well. We do. So definitely. my teams, I've got Ferrari, Red Bull, Mercedes... McLaren in fourth, Alpha Tauri fifth, <laughs> Alfa Romeo in sixth. Uh, <laughs> Even Alpine... you can't say without laughing. <laughs> Alpine in seventh, Aston eighth, Haas ninth, and Williams in tenth. So the, then, the only what, the, the team we've driving. got in the same place is Alpha Tauri. Oh wow! I don't even think they'll finish fifth. I just I had to put them there based on my drivers. <laughs> so <laughs> if I had to put money on it, I'd put them sixth again because that's where they always finish. So yeah. But that's where they ended up. Um, and then what, run through the whole drivers as well? Yeah, go through your entire drivers' okay. championship. Uh, Verstappen, Leclerc, Sainz. Hamilton, Perez, Russell rounding out the top six. Norris and Ricardo 7th and 8th. Gasly 9th. Bottas 10th. Alonso 11th. Sonoda in 12th. Guanizhou 13th. Ocon 14th. Vettel 15th. Schumacher 16th. Stroll 17th, 18th Magnussen, 19th Alban, and Latifi in last. 
there you have it Confirmed oh this is gonna be order. one of us is gonna completely destroy the other this I year i know <laughs> i've gone therefore just to quickly recap mercedes ferrari mclaren red bull alpha tauri alpine aston martin williams alfa romeo Haas. constructors wise uh, sorry drivers championship wise even i have gone lewis hamilton eight-time formula one world champion charles leclerc George Russell, Max Verstappen, Carlos Sainz, Lando Norris, Danny Rick, Sergio Perez, Gasly and Alonso rounding out the top 10, Vettel, Stroll, Ocon, Sonoda, Albon, Latifi, Bottas, K-Mag, Mick Schumacher and Guan Yu Zhou. I'm still fuming about your 20th place. One of us is going to be <laughs> so wrong in this yeah. year. And the others I, I think last year when we, we reviewed our predictions and they were nigh on the same. Yeah. basically yeah. so it was a bit dead this I year mean, it will not be dead 2022 <laughs> i mean we the thing is well isn't it as much as we've got drivers that we're fans of we i think we both can agree we just love the idea of not really knowing exactly yeah. i mean that'll all be crushed come saturday night oh yeah all that but right now like i'm genuinely getting really really hyped yeah. for 2022 it does genuinely feel like anything could happen i mean all i think about with this is i can't imagine what we would have been like had this like if we were doing a podcast for f1 2009 oh yeah like imagine we got into that season people would have been about it. hating on anyone who's hyping brawn up it's like oh it's such a they sham. weren't even it's a just... team <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would have been like if you don't predict ferrari and mclaren top two you're a clown you're, you're and insane then, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh 2009 what a year go watch it <sighs> We, we, I reckon at some point we have to do like a classic season review of that or something. Yeah, so 2009 was incredible. But right. Was clear. Jamie, but there we go. before we round it off though, as it is race week, we can oh, finally do race yes. predictions. Pole position, go. top three, who's coming out on top first race weekend back? Oh, that's a difficult one. I'm going to go with pole position, Charles Leclerc. Damn it! That's the one oh. I want to go with. <laughs> I will go winner uh, Verstappen. Okay. He's never won Bahrain, is he? No. No, no he's I never. Think so. uh, second place, I will go for Leclerc. Okay. And third, who's going to finish third? So let's sorry, let's just recap there. You said less than ten minutes ago. I did. Imagine Charles Leclerc, Leclerc wins after being arc. robbed of it a couple of years ago. Well, I said imagine. I'm, I'm not imagining it now. Um, yeah, Verstappen, Leclerc, and. Checo Perez in third. Okay. Interesting. Red, Red Bull OP. Fair enough. I am therefore going to say Hamilton pole position. There's not a chance. If, if Hamilton's you, on you've pole... You've gone Charles Leclerc, <laughs> so I feel like I kind of have to. Yeah. But I enough. am going to say Charles Leclerc race victory, Hamilton P2, Carlos Sainz P3. So you're thinking Red Bull are in the mud. I'm thinking Mercedes are in the mud. So yeah. I feel like you're probably more likely to be correct. Probably. Often. Um, Often is the way. <laughs> I cannot wait to see just how badly wrong we get this. Can we do Can't a very, very brief F2, 1, 2, 3 in the championship? I think that seems fair. I will quickly need to get up the F2. Actually, no, I know pretty much where I'm going with it. Let me just double check, make sure I haven't forgot anyone obvious for 2022. Um... Yeah, no, I'm I'm prepared to make a top three there. I think cool. I know who I'm going with. Top Go three then, it. Jamie? No, you're going first. Oh, I'm going first. You're okay. going first. 
Dennis Hauger to win right. the whole championship. Okay. Uh, Liam Lawson, second okay. place. And Teo Porcher in third. <laughs> was that your order as well? Yes, it was. <laughs> right, I'm going to change it. Liam Lawson, champion. Dennis Hauger, Hau- uh, P2. Teo Porcher, P3. But very, very close between all three. I, yeah. We have to do F2 shows this year. Please. I feel like this could. We are. I don't know. At, I don't usually have time to watch it, but we'll, we'll, we'll try. I'm going to try and record them this year so I can watch them. That's, That's how good, hyped yeah. I am, ready for F3 this year. And even if that means I sit down and we watch them together on a recording or something like that. Oh no. We I do watch just late. <laughs> I just feel like F2 this year could be. Because the thing is, we've spoken about this before, haven't we? There hasn't been a proper championship fight. 2020 was kind of. 2021 yeah, was, was like pretty dominant. Mid fight, wasn't it? Yeah. 2022, F2. Because, I mean, 2019 wasn't a real You'd argue fight. The either. last one was 2016, wasn't it? Between Gio and Gasly. 2018, I feel like, did. No, Russell, getting... yeah, no, Russell, Russell dominated. dominated. Charles Leclerc dominated. Yeah, no, 2016, wasn't it? Yeah. But F2 this year is going to get an absolute ding dong, I reckon. Hopefully. I, mean, I, really I, I, re- I really like Liam Lawson. I won't see him in F1. So I hope he does well. Yes. Yeah. But. Oh. There's, I'm so hyped, Jamie. I'm so hyped. Bahrain this weekend, F1, finally back. You've said Charles Leclerc pole, Verstappen Leclerc Perez podium. I've said Hamilton pole, Leclerc Hamilton Sykes podium. Oh, both of us are backing Leclerc, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we like Charles. We do, we do rate Charles. <laughs> Second place in the championship in we, 2022. Confirmed. We know wheel, we know wheel. <laughs> Anything else to add, though, Jamie, before we round this one out? Do, do we want to put 20 quid on our predictions this year? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll give you... I reckon the loser has to get a tweet on the other person's account. Okay, that seems fair. Yeah, I never so tweet anything. Who, so. <laughs> who gets more? So out of 30 predictions is this? Uh, all yeah. drivers, all teams, whoever yeah. gets more the most right, gets to yes. put a tweet out on the other person's account. That's gonna come back. I don't. I'd never tweet. It's gonna be so obvious. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's gonna be Formula One related anyway, isn't it? No matter yeah, what yeah. we tweet. So, I'm I'm prepared to do that. <laughs> I think though, we've just about wrapped up everything we needed to today, Jamie. Yeah. I'm sure now we're Let gonna have know... forgot something glaringly obvious from the last week of Formula I'll One. Do a quick check of Twitter. I don't something think will have broken we've in the last anything. hour. Normally, um... something breaks mid podcast, doesn't it? Or right after, but no, nothing's happened. Oh, F one twenty twenty two, boys. Let's let's let us get know right your your predictions. Yes, yeah. Please let us know everything down below who you're predicting, and of course your top three uh, for Bahrain as well. There, but that'll round us out then for the final time in the winter break. We've made it back to Formula One. We'll be back next Monday with the Bahrain GP recap and review, or next Tuesday, even I should say. Uh, when the podcast does go live but thank you all so much for hanging on in there over the winter and yeah really really excited to get back in formula one it's back